and welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers and believers into achievers. Welcome back to the Law of Attraction series. This is episode 160, The Steps of the Law of Attraction. And this is a good one, y'all. This is that strategy I was talking about last week. I brought some soul, some understanding, some clarity. And today we are going to dive into some steps about how to really use the Law of Attraction in our favor. And I'm really excited. I added that believers to achievers. It's something that um, I tell myself. And when I'm sometimes when I'm writing about the podcast, you know, going from dreaming to doing, um, I will have an episode in this series about the difference between wanting and having, and that's going to be a great one. So make sure you're listening in next week between to understand the difference between wanting and having, because y'all, we don't even realize we sabotage ourselves so much. But anyways, we're going to dive into the steps of the law of attraction. And this is based on the information that I have gleaned over the years and specifically that are shared by Abraham Hicks and Esther Hicks, which is, um, if you guys really want to dive even more, like the law of attraction, I have been studying it very intensely for the last five years. And I have learned much of that information through, I go on YouTube and look up Abraham Hicks. And what you'll see is it's actually a woman, Esther Hicks. And um, Abraham is the her channeling universal intelligence to us here on this plane. And I have actually had the gift of seeing her in person and she does this, takes this moment to really like Esther identity goes away and it's, it's Abraham speaking directly through her and to the audience. And she calls up people to come up on stage and ask their question. Then she channels directly to that person, but ultimately is sharing so much intelligence with the crowd. And then obviously on YouTube. So when you get closer to living your own heart unleashed, you understand how you actually, you kind of black out as an individual and then universal intelligence just kind of flows through. I listen back to like my writing is very much that experience. And even talking to you guys on the podcast is very much that experience. I will listen back to old episodes and be like, damn, that was brilliant. Right. And and I know that it's not me. I know that it's a combination. Like I, again, I shared this last episode. It's like, I love adding my own vernacular and my laugh and my voice and, and that Abigail spunk and, and spark to it. But it is the same message of love and understanding and compassion and oneness. And so that message is so universal. And one more thing I shared in the last episode, which was the first episode of the Law of Attraction series. So if you haven't tuned into episode 158, Understanding the Law of Attraction, please go ahead over and check that out. It does open up. Um, I share a little bit of the book that I'm writing, and I also share like what this series and concept is about. So Let's talk about some of the steps to this concept. I want to start by sharing that this concept is meant to be used on purpose. But if you don't come from a true place of authenticity, you still may not manifest what it is you're asking for because, and as I share these steps, you're going to understand some of the gaps and why you aren't manifesting the things that you want. And then also that they're not coming from a place of authenticity. So you may not actually manifest them um, in a way that serves you. (laughs) You'll get them in backwards ways that you don't actually enjoy. So we'll kind of, I'll do my best to explain that. But the very first step is noticing a contrast. So step if you're if you're a type A person and you want to take notes on this, step one is contrast. 
in your life, you notice things that you do not like. Let's say for right now, I live in a, I, well, let's back it up. I used to live with people, with roommates, with family. And when that worked, right? Cause I wanted to save money. So that fit me then. But when I was doing that, I started to notice a contrast of, I want to live on my own. As I got older, I was like, I'm 29, I'm 30, I'm 31. I want to live on my own. And well, this is further back. So I'm 27, 28, 29. I want to be on my own. And then at age 30, I was living on my own, renting my own space, feeling really good, feeling very spacious, right? And I was living on my own in Arizona. I got to this point, I was so concerned with living on my own. And when I had that space, last week we were talking a lot about farsies, which is you only plan as far as you can see, but once you get there, you can see farther. This is exactly the example of contrast. So now that I was living on my own in Arizona, I said, I want to live on my own in California. Like that was the next step. Now I share the steps because what's really important about that is you can't, like you could, I could say, I want to go from living on my own in Indiana to living on my own in California. That was a very big jump for me at the time. My income didn't allow for it. The where, where I was mentally and emotionally didn't really allow for it. So to plan for it would have actually disempowered me. And we will, uh, I'll expand upon that. But like when you make the gap, the jump too big, it's really hard to do that. With that being said, if you make that jump too big, you're not going to live into it and you're not going to be ready to accept any milestones in between, which is where the contrast comes in. And I'm going to explain this one other way. So living on my own was a great example of milestones and noticing the contrast is when you achieve a goal and you arrive at that goal and you actually settle into it for long enough, we very naturally, as by way of being human, notice a new contrast and have a bigger goal. Another example is when I was learning to surf. Okay, so this is a fun one because it's like, it's really messy. And this is in learning a new skill at all. When I first got out into the water, I was really hustling really hard and that was like really difficult. So all I was learning, the Farsi was get past the waves. After a couple times out, I got really good at getting past the waves. And at one point, I was sitting on my board past where the waves crashed. So the water was really calm. That's when you're, when you're out there is when you can actually select a wave that you want to ride in and not just like take whatever hits you. And so I'm out there and it was like four times into surfing where I was like, I was sitting out on this board in still water and I picked my feet up. I was like, oh my God, there's sharks in here. <laughs> right? Like I'd, that thought had not occurred to me learning to surf before because I was too consumed by the waves. But now I noticed a new contrast or I noticed a new experience of the water was, holy shit, there's sharks in here, right? And then once I got past the that experience of like, don't be afraid of the, the still water or the sharks, and I started to surf in on the waves, I had the next contrast was, I don't know how to ride, ride a wave in, right? Like I was actually riding it backwards where I was falling over sooner because I wasn't going with the direction of the wave. So I had to learn that process. So with every contrast, I would make a new desire. I would cast a new wish or make a new ask of my learning experience, right? 
this would continue with learning to surf. There was new techniques available. There was understanding what days are better to surf or what times of day when the tide is in and blah, blah, blah. So each time that I would hit a new level of success is when I would would want to get more skilled at it. So this happens with us when learning a new skill, with um, evolving in the world, with leveling up in life. New every time we hit a new salary, we then are like we learn, we kind of calibrate at that salary, and we're like, well, now I need more or want more. We have bigger desires. So. I really spent some time explaining the contrast because we get disappointed when we get to a new milestone that we thought was our big dream and it's not. So every time we notice a contrast, that's step one, we then move into the step two, which is ask. When we see a contrast, we have a new desire. This is natural, okay? And so step two is ask. It's that quick. We say, huh, okay, I want this now. And that's really step two, so done. And then the next step is step three, is when you ask, it is given. When you ask, it is given. When you ask, it is given. Did you hear me, y'all? When you ask, it is given. And so... I say it that many times because it is that freaking simple. The step, I'm going to go right into step four, is receive. This is where the hangup is. So step one, notice the contrast. Then by nature, in step two, you make an ask, a declaration. I want this. I want more. I want better. And so you send this declaration or let's say with dating, right, is you think you want these 10 things in a relationship or of that significant other. And when you have all 10 of those things, or maybe nine of them, you realize, I don't like that one. I don't like that one. I want this, this, that, and the other now. And you make a new ask. So step two is simple. You just have a new desire now. And then when you ask and it is given, meaning it is the world, the universe, God is conspiring in your favor to deliver that new ask to you. And in the step four, the biggest blocks is our inability to receive. There is a million dollars available to you. I loved playing this game with money, right? Because when you think about what you're wanting, let's say more money, and I tell you there is a million dollars available to you in the world, it can come to you in about a gabillion different ways. And I started playing a game with myself with money thinking if I was at a restaurant, there were dollar bills in the cash register and in people's pockets and in the checkbooks going between the cashier's hands or the server's hands, right? And there was money in every store that I drove by. There is money in people's cars, right? Like I knew that there was money surrounding me, millions of dollars surrounding me in a matter of a city block is there's millions of dollars within my vicinity. And I started to play that game. And something else that when another manifestation, um, skill with money that I did was I had a one, five, 10, 20, 50 and hundred dollar bill in my wallet at all times for a while. I was playing that game with like, I could afford that. Like if I would walk into any store, like I would look at something and I'd say, I could afford that right now. And I would have a new conversation with myself because I understood that money was always available. And in our contrast, we feel like we don't have something. And so we've made that new ask and it's already given. 
it's already next to you and available. The problem is, is with receiving is we feel cut off from a supply. So we wouldn't have made the ask if we didn't feel denied or cut off or um, denied is probably the biggest word, but sometimes we feel like we're being punished when we're not manifesting what we want. And it's simply that we are the ones cutting ourselves off from that fire hose of abundance. And so my invitation is to, in the receiving, is become willing to receive. You have to, that means you have to do work on your worth. You have to do work on your deservedness, on your connectedness with the divine receiving stage is where the most work is meant to be done. And then even earning, man, what a disempowering conversation. You don't have to earn anything. Hard work is outdated. I can't stand that. That conversation makes me cringe when people talk about how hard you have to work at something because it's not that game. It is not that game. Everything by being born, you are deserving. By being born, by being you, you have earned your right to any and everything, but you have to be allowed to earn, like allow it. You must allow it into your life. And that takes feeling deserving, which is where the hard work comes in. But by knowing that you are God, you are the grace of God, you are all of it, like it is within you. And we will talk about that in other episodes, your ability to connect to the source in you so you can connect to the source of anything. Whew. Stay in tune for this whole series because it is powerful. So step four is where most people get hung up. And if you can work through step four, you'll be receiving a lot of things, y'all. And then step five, it's a trick of the trade, is step five is actually the circle back to contrast, which is step one. So in receiving, you re let's say you say, I want, I'm earning, you know, 50K and I want to be earning 100K. Well, eventually you will close the gap in, in your ability to receive and you'll move up to 100K and you'll notice a new contrast. You'll say, well, I'd actually like to earn 120K. Oh, you asked and now you'll receive. As soon as you notice a new contrast, you say, oh, I want more. Then you ask, then it is given and then you have to move into the receiving phase again. So most of your life is spent in the receiving phase. And so if you can recognize that, you can accelerate the process. And that is a lot of fun. And so um, that's actually where the coaching work lies. And so if you feel stuck in the receiving phase, you've had a goal for a long time, you haven't received it, you are the one in your own way, my friend, and I love you, but time to get out your own way, boo. And so um, I love you. I'm so pumped to be sharing this episode. And one last thing is that with the receiving, I really want to say like, you've got to find the milestones for yourself. So I shared this post on Facebook about, it was just an abundance acknowledgement and affirmation where I was feeling really blessed one day and I shared an, a personal affirmation, like I'm so blessed, I'm so grateful, I am surrounded in love, the blessings rain upon me, uh, anything I ask for, I receive. And I was explaining that if I asked people online or I'm asking you now repeat after me like I am blessed and I am grateful I am surrounded in love I'm a magnet for money I'm a magnet for abundance like if you can't say those things and we will have an episode in the law of attraction series about affirmations and manifestation but 
if you don't believe in those things, it's too big of a jump for you and you're not vibrating. So if you said you're at 50 and you're like, I want hundred K it's cause you're not vibrating at hundred K you're vibrating at 50 K that's a lower vibration. And so you have to vibe at 60 K you have to vibe at 61 and then 62 and 63, like you have to move up. And so you have to be willing to feel the middle vibrations. And so I will definitely have a episode all about vibrations and frequency and affirmations. And so make sure that you're staying tuned in, come on back for this series. Next week, we are going to talk about the difference between wanting and having. And so make sure you're here for it because here on the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we are turning dreamers into doers and believers into achievers. I love you. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.